0: I'm Carmen. And I'm Joanna. And this is Live, Laugh, Murder. Murder. Okay, Joanna, how are you today? Oh, doing well. Doing, doing well. Thank you for asking how are you. I'm great. Good. I am excited because this is our second episode. Ooh. I know, right? I want to start by saying thank you to everyone who listened to our first episode. We got the sweetest messages and Instagram DMs and you guys who listened were so kind and helpful. And I just want to state that we were probably a little nervous, and as the storyteller, I may have stated a couple of things a little off, but I tried my best, and we are very green and learning as we go. But, you know, we got very encouraging messages. From who? (laughs) Well, from people. Oh, okay. (laughs) From our friends and from others who listen. So it was so sweet. After hours and hours of editing, our dear friend said to me something along the lines of, and it might have been this quote. I just can't remember. Perfection is the enemy of progress. Who said that? Molly said that. Oh, Molly. Thank you, Molly. Yay, Molly. Molly, is, was that your exact quote? I don't know, but it's what gave me uh, confidence. Yay. Thank you. She's good at that, right? Oh, totally. She's very good at that. Get yourself a Molly. Get yourself a Molly. I mean, not, not the, the moms. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we
1: both thought that at the same time. A person, a person.
0: Get yourself a person named Molly because they're great. <laughs> Well, perfection is the enemy of progress. Molly, was that, is that your words exactly? Either way, it's what made me able to post our episode, even though I knew there may have been some sound issues. So, my hope is that we can continue to improve each week and you guys can ride along with us. Cause guess what? What? We can only go up from here. That's true. Well, with all that being said, I want to say hi to my amazing co host, Joanna. Oh, hello. And my <laughs> name's Carmen, but Carney- we already said that. Yes. Wait, what? We call you Carmina. Carmina. That's fine. Are you ready for a story? I'm so ready. Okay. I'm so ready. Oh, I'm excited. This one was fun to research. Okay. And I think you're going to like it. I'm ready. You're actually going to hate it, Ugh. to be honest. But that makes me laugh. So I'm going to like it. Is it because of the person who I am? I'm not going to like the story? It, essentially. Ugh. Yeah, because it's gross. Oh. <laughs> All right. I have another winter story. Ugh, gosh. Okay, go. Poxatani Phil did see his shadow this year. Yeah. So that means six more weeks of winter. Yeah. But after this episode, we might take a break from winter.
1: Yeah, winter doesn't really affect
0: us, though. Do you know who Poxitani Phil is? Yes, he's the groundhog. Do you know that many people in Florida do not know who he is? Well... Yes, because they don't really
1: care about winter. We don't get affected by that. We get a week of winter.
0: Yeah, seriously. Maybe I too. I will say I'm so ready for the cold snaps to go away.
1: Mm-hmm. I yeah. do enjoy them. Being from Michigan, I do enjoy the cool weather. Windows open. I'm ACF. from.
0: I'm from Pennsylvania. I'm done. We randomly had a cold snap last weekend that came out of nowhere, and we probably sound like babies.
1: Oh, I loved it. My husband wanted to turn the heat on. <laughs>
0: what was what was the temperature on Sunday? Maybe
1: 60. <laughs> 60 degrees. I made him go put on a sweatshirt and some sweatpants.
0: People in the north are virtually hitting us right now.
1: <laughs> you made
0: him put on sweatpants? Yes. He was born and raised in Florida. We're not turning the heat on. There's something about it. When you live in a hot, humid place and yeah. it gets cold, like under 70 degrees, it's a different kind of cold. Yeah. Anyway, this story takes place in the United States, so we are Ooh. out of Russia. Okay. Which I'm sure everyone is glad about <laughs> right now.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. We're in the Midwest this time. Okay. No camping, but there is driving in the snow. Mm-hmm. Done that. And they're done that. I was going to say, have you ever done that? Yes.
1: I never did. Tell me about it. It's... It's intense because you could be driving along and hit a patch of ice and literally swerve, and you just can't do anything about it. You just gotta turn your wheel mm. and go with it, go with the with the spin. Do you put chains on tires? No. What is that? I mean, we mean? don't.
0: What is chains on? I've heard that, but I don't know what it is.
1: It's gonna help with attraction. Like is people it like keep... actual chains. Yeah. Like a bike chain. No, it's like it wraps around the tire. People oh. keep kitty litter in the back of their car during wintertime.
0: time. Why? to help
1: with the traction if you get stuck.
0: Well, that didn't happen in my story.
1: We've had to get out of the cars and push people
0: because (laughs) they get stuck. It's it's (laughs) that's not for the week. Okay, so you lived in Michigan till you were a young adult. And I lived in Pennsylvania till I was twelve. So Oh yeah. I have no negative memories of the snow. Mine are all very like delightful and positive. I mean I definitely
1: had negative you're you're Pants get all crusty because the uh, the salt, and you got to go outside and start mm. your car early.
0: Well, I'm not moving back. No. No. I'll visit. I love the snow to visit, but... Yeah. Got to take my kids to see snow one day. You got to. Well, I never drove in it myself, obviously, but I'm aware it's dangerous, and when there's a snowstorm, should you pull over? No. Why? You shouldn't go out. Well, if you're already driving...
1: Well, then you just suck it up. <laughs> Turn your wipers on and pray to God you make it
0: home. Okay. Well, here in our story, we're going to start with two brothers. Their okay. names are Lars and Ash. Lars? And Ash. Yep. But
1: Lars is short for something? Or does somebody just flat out like, you know, that baby looks like a Lars?
0: Well, <laughs> I mean, an Ash. when well, are ash you smoking is, a
1: cigarette? Ash is a little bit more
0: realistic, but what? Lars? That's- it's not. Yeah yeah well, it's not very common, I guess you can say, but I mean, it's kind of cool. Brothers, okay. Lars, and, well, you know why their names are different, right? Do you know why? Their names are so different. Different dads, They are foster brothers. okay. okay. there now there's okay. the connect. I can I can sense that you were disconnected and how different the names were.
1: Yes, like it's yeah,
0: so they were traveling in the snow to see their foster father, and they okay. called him Uncle Kenny. That's weird. They're grown adults now and not obviously not biological brothers. You know that at this point.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Ash is more dominant than Lars and tends to take the lead in most situations. Okay. I don't know if he's older though. I mean, I do know, but I'm not going to tell you. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, Lars is an adult. He developmentally is like a teenager. He can drive and function as an adult, but mentally he doesn't reason like an adult. Okay. I'm not exactly sure what his diagnosis is for Lars, but I think you get the picture, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Um as Ash has always tried to look out for him, and he honestly has a soft spot for his brother. But he, they're not related. They're not related, but they did grow up together. So Ash is known as being a total asshole <laughs> to uh-huh. others. But no matter what, he will always be kind and look out for his brother Lars. And I think those dyna- dynamics can be pretty common, especially in those situations where the oh, boys, yeah. you know, well, men now, but as boys, they had to stick together in foster mm-hmm. care.
1: Like, don't mess with my brother, but I'll be yeah a dick.
0: Yeah, and they're right, and there's struggles that come with that. So Ash is uh, he's the acts like the older brother, even though he may or may not technically be. Okay, you know. Um, Ash is actually known to be quite attractive, Mm. as most assholes are. Yeah. (laughs) The the red flags. You love them. Every every inch over six foot is a red flag, they say. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard that. (laughs) Now you know.
1: Uh, The more you know.
0: Women are attracted to him, and he is just known as like a traditionally handsome dude. Like darker hair, tall, a light beard, and strong. Okay. Lars is more awkward and gangly, and he doesn't really have girlfriends, and he's just kind of Ash's sidekick, Mm -hmm. okay? Where Ash is a general dick, uh, Lars is more kind, and he's kind of the empathetic one. You know, he looks out for others, and he's just more sweet. He doesn't like to see others get hurt, and he honestly just wants to please Ash and Uncle Kenny. Uncle Kenny. Uncle Kenny. This so is their adopted they Their adopted, their foster father, yeah. And again, they're adults now. He was, he raised them. He was their foster father. Okay. So that brings us to this story particularly. We're going to focus on what happened in one evening. Because as we all know, one night can change your whole life. hmm Yeah. And it does in this scenario. So I had mentioned that there was a snowstorm. And the guys were trying to drive around a mountain, but they got stopped by a ranger because the road was blocked off. Wait,
1: did you tell me where in the Midwest? Or no, just I didn't. I did not tell you where. Is that something you can share?
0: No. Dang
1: it. Just okay. picture it in your mind. Well, I'm from the Midwest,
0: but the Midwest goes all the way out to like the Dakotas. Well, you can Dakota your ass because I'm not telling you but where. But I where guess it's if at. you're
1: saying the mountains, yeah, okay. there are mountains.
0: They're okay. trying to go around a mountain okay. right now. Okay. There's no mountains in Michigan, go.
1: No. I mean, there's mountains, but they're for skiing. Okay. okay. People don't drive on.
0: The ranger later reported that he told the guys that they either had to stop at a nearby rest stop or survive the night in their car Mm. on the side of the road. Pass. Mm. There was basically no way they were going forward on this evening. They're done. Um, Plus, they were in their minivan, and it wasn't really made for off roading. (laughs) Two adults. Male adults
1: in a minivan. Brothers.
0: They're not very wealthy. So, (laughs) something to consider. Okay. So, reluctantly, they did go to the rest stop because what are they going to do? The road's closed. They're going one way that they have their mindset on. So, this rest stop is kind of like a rec hall for the town. It's not like what we see off of I-75. Okay. So, it's not like the... Like the typical, Quick, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, because it was a smaller town they stopped in. Kind of like a meeting center. There was like a, there's like a main room, there's restrooms, there's like a, a makeshift kitchen, like something you would rent out for multi-purposes, like a bar mitzvah or a wedding. Okay. I don't know. Do you rent out the same places for bar mitzvahs and weddings? Sure. Why sure. Why not you? There was some damage done to part of the rec hall. It was kind of older, a little rundown from a recent, from recent winter storms, but it still served its purpose and it had power and had heat. Uh And that's what they needed. So Ash and Lars, this is where it gets weird. They had this little game that they played. It's Mm -hmm. kind of fucked up if you think about it. They would enter places separately and pretend that they didn't know each other. Uh, All right. Right? Yeah. We should do that. (laughs) And then just become like instant friends. Oh, hey, you look like you're my best friend. (laughs) Um, And make sure people are watching. I know. Then, so a part of their little game is that they would find an ironic way to come together and, you know, surprise, we're actually brothers. Okay. It was a thing that they did ever since who knows how long. They didn't look anything like each other, so they could pull it off. Oh, yeah. Okay, a part of me wonders if it's Ash's way of just kind of being himself and not having to take care of Lars for a little while. Okay. So they play their little game when they go to this rest stop slash rec hall kind of place. And... What they do when they go inside is just weird. Their actions. Okay. I guess on the outside, you might not think any of it, but because I know the story, to me, it's weird. Yeah. They go in separately. Ash is honestly tired from the drive and everything. So he goes into this rec hall, looks around, you know, hey, how you doing? And he takes off his shoes by a bench and lays down and takes a fucking nap. He actually fell asleep. Are there people? In- there's, other, there's a few. It's like a handful, less than a handful of people who have also had to pull over. He just goes and falls asleep. Okay. I mean, bitches be napping. <laughs> I don't know. Um, So he just, according to the others who were there, he gave off dick vibes right yeah, away. Yeah, naturally. Okay. It's just who he is. But he doesn't care. It's like a, his power move. It's his power. Yeah. That's, he was showing dominance. Yes. I'm going to take a nap and i'm going to be dominant with yeah. my nap. <laughs> and he
1: probably sleeps with like his hands up, up Under near his, his face,
0: face. His yeah. little, in the fetal position. In the little fetal position. I mean he had sake's on. So. <laughs> Lars on the other hand, when he enters the rec hall, he goes and sits at a random table by himself. He is already used to not really making eye contact with people, so he just it's nothing to him. He sits down quietly, stares around like normal, and he mostly just kind of looks at his hands, looks down, almost like if it's his coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I want you to picture this scene. A handful of people stranded from the snow, stuck in this wreck hall for who knows how long, just mm-hmm. bored. What would you do? Small town Midwest. Yeah, 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 yeah. What would you do to keep busy?
1: I mean, did you tell me the year this is happening? It's modern
0: day. Modern times. So,
1: I mean, you'd be on your phone, maybe. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, last 10 years. Okay, so, you'd be on your phone. You might be
0: trying to find something to eat or drink. What if I told you that because of the storm, cell service was spotty?
1: Well, then, just if it was me? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe see if I had brought a book or just be would you If I'm by myself, I would not probably
0: talk to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's normal. That's normal. We'll talk I don't want to talk to people. Uh yeah, self service was shitty at this time. So I mean, would you play cards? Yeah. There oh you yeah. Go. I would do it like cards,
1: puzzle, maybe yeah, find yeah. some games. Whatever
0: you could kind of search around and find. Okay, what was that? I don't know. We just heard. <laughs> Maybe it was a bird fluttering on the window. But they were it's, not. It's,
1: it's creepy. Okay? Yeah. No, I'm sweating. Go. Okay.
0: Yeah. There was a couple there who happened to have a deck of cards and they were, it was said that they were pretty friendly and they were just making small talk. It's, you know, middle America.
1: Like if I was with my friend Natalie, we would be making a puzzle. D- same. Yeah. Because that's what she's all
0: about. Yeah. If you had a puzzle. Yeah.
1: But I feel like if you're at a rec hall in the Midwest,
0: whatever, Mm -hmm. there's going to be puzzles. I know, right? But they focused on the cards. Okay. Like this was a thing. So they sat and played cards for hours. Who's they? Just the The people that were there. So I'll tell you who was there. It was Ash and Lars. Mm -hmm. It was a couple, a married couple, older, Mm -hmm. retired. And then I'm going to talk about a younger girl that came, Mm -hmm. about probably Ash, like young 20s like college age okay so they're playing cards ash wakes up from his fucking nap (laughs) he ended up joining them and it seems like it's been a few hours that they were there i tried to find out like specific times but all i know is it was a few hours so moving along everyone's at the table now ash and lars are both playing cards with this couple Mm -hmm. and this younger girl who i'll talk about in a second they were like Asking each other, like, hey, Ash is like, where are you from? Where are you from? And then the couple, the married couple that I'm going to talk about, where are you guys from? Ash and Lars act like they don't fucking know each other. They're just still going. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. It's their little game. It's what they're used to. So the girl that was there, I'm going to talk about her. Her name is Darby. Darby? Yes. I,
1: who comes up with these
0: I names? love it, though. Like, I love a Darby. <laughs> I love it. Um, Darby, however, is kind of a hot mess. Uh, uh, Darby. Her name is Darby. Stop it. No. Okay. So now I want to introduce you to Darby, early twenties, and she is pissed that she's stuck here. All she wants, and this is kind of sad, is to get to her mom because she found out she was sick in the hospital. Mom sick. Okay. Mom, her, Darby's mom. Yeah. So we're kind of switching gears a little bit. I couldn't even imagine I mean, we don't have snowstorms, we have hurricanes, mm-hmm. whatever, We sometimes tornadoes. Mm-hmm. If I got a call that my mom was in the hospital, and I wanted to get to her, and I was told no, the road is closed, yeah. like if we're on Alligator Alley, yeah, no getting across, yeah. not that my mom lives in Miami, but whatever. I get it. It's stressful, and you don't know how long you're going to be there. It's just stressful. We, in Florida, we don't have to pull over for a snowstorm. It's like... Strong winds, Uh rain. Rain. I don't know. A pile up because people drive like dicks around here. Yeah. The whole evening in particular, just like every other person there, Darby is constantly trying to get self-service. She tries Mm -hmm. contacting her sister and all she gets is just that like no service thing. She goes all around the rec center. She goes finally outside to try and get service. Oh, Darb. Mm -hmm. She does recall how she was... Now, going back a little bit, she was attracted to Ash, and she thought he was hot. Of course. Almost like it was fun to pass the time with him. Like, she's stressed. She wants to talk to her sister. She wants to find her mom. But there's, you know, you got to pass the time. Mm-hmm. So she even says that there's a moment where they kind of make eyes at each other, and it's just kind of like a flirty little banter. Anyway, so back to her trying to get self-service outside in the snowstorm. Mm-hmm. How long would you last? In a snowstorm? Yeah. I mean, bad enough to where you can't drive down the road. If, I mean, if you're just stepping out?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A minute? Mm.
1: I, two minutes? It'd be cold. Mm-hmm. The wind is blowing. I've, oh, gosh. Oh, 18, we used to go to these bars. Tell and, me. You know you don't want to wear your jacket inside the bar and pay the $3 cover. because <laughs> For the were coat four. check? Yeah. <laughs> we would stand in the snow. Mm-hmm. Coming at us horizontally, shivering in our little pleather pants, and little tank tops, Mm -hmm. freezing our butts off.
0: And I mean, we did it, but we were. So, may or may not have had some beverages inside. Okay. So, while Darby is out there standing behind the van, Mm -hmm. she's just kind of peeking and she sees that there's a window and she looks in.
1: In the window of the van. van. Oh, Mm -hmm. Lord. It is
0: really dark and it's snowing and it's windy. She says that she wasn't sure, but when her eyes adjusted, she realizes what she saw inside the van. Mm. Okay. A young girl tied up. Of course. Oof.
1: Oh, is it the van? The van? Ooh. The van.
0: Mm. Girl. Girl. Uh. Mm. So the windows of the van had cardboard covering them, but this one window, it fell off and... She probably kicked it off if she's awake. Uh, she just so happened to be the one standing by and saw inside the van a girl taped up. Oh. Tied up, taped up. So who had the van? Whose van? Was it was it Darby?
1: I mean not Darby. Was it Ash and Lars? Ash and Lars. Do you need oh, help? so are they driving a creeper van? <laughs> like the white van? I mean like free puppies inside. Any
0: van with cardboard on the windows is a creeper van. Okay. Keep going. Do you need a wine break? No. Okay. Darby, huh. She came in the rec hall after Ash and Lars, so she doesn't know whose van it is at this point. She just knows that it's someone in that rec hall and come to find out, I mean, fucking spoiler alert, Ash and Lars have kidnapped this girl. They tied her up. They duct taped her mouth. They turned off. This is the fucking fucked up part. They turned off the fucking van to seek refuge in the hall and left her in the cold. This girl. It gets cold. Yeah, and then you're in that tin can. They're just pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. And I, you remember I said they were going to see their foster father. Yeah. What's his name? Kenny. Uncle Kenny. Uncle Kenny. They are, in fact, his foster children, but they work for him and they're human traffickers. <gasps> Now, what can you? Okay, I'm gonna talk current events for a second. I saw in the news today, I don't know if you saw this, that four Disney employees and a retired judge, this isn't even like in my script, this is real, have just been arrested today for human trafficking. (sighs) Disney World. Isn't that crazy? You know
1: what? I actually heard in one of the mom's groups on Facebook, Uh like it's happening at the grocery stores. What? Like the people are following women with their children or just oh young younger girls.
0: Mm-hmm. And I don't get it. What do you gain? I get money, but okay, you're a dick. How do you sleep at night? They don't they don't care. They're they're sociopaths. They're psychos. I can't even sleep when I hurt your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's sick. It's sick. It's sick. So that's what they are, okay? They abduct and kidnap women and girls and they go through Uncle Kenny to traffic them. Ugh. And he was their foster father. I think yeah. I said that. And yes. who? I don't know. So they kidnap this girl, taking her to Uncle Kenny. And I don't I don't sim- sympathize with them for a second. Not anymore. But can you imagine the, sh- the fucking shitting bricks when they got to that ranger in the road? Remember, they yeah. were driving. Oh, they probably were just like whatever. Oh, no, I mean, I couldn't imagine. The road was closed. They had to pull over. And the ranger later said that he never even considered searching their van because he was so focused on blocking the road and getting people moving. Because why would you? Right. It, like, it's I just mean, car pulls up, turn around. I know. Just- he didn't even think about it. In reality, if he would have actually looked at the van, he would have seen that there was literally cardboard on the windows, and that's a little suspicious.
1: Well, it depends on the time of the day. Like if you uh, It was see. night. It was evening. And was usually dark. the driver's side, if it's a creeper van, they don't have windows mm. on that side.
0: I don't know these things. Are you a creeper? I've seen creeper vans. <laughs> Stay away. Never go to a van. So it's not totally clear, but the brothers may have also been trying to get ransom for the girl. So it's almost like they were doing like a double duty. Okay. The little girl has parents that are reported to have a lot of money. Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, having a daughter- I'm a child, oh, that just like – I just couldn't imagine like getting a phone call like, hey. No. No. Mm-mm. Don't don't let your head go there because okay, well. this sickness is out there and it's disgusting. It is. Human trafficking, ransom, both, either way. So, okay, Darby. Okay. She has seen this girl. She knows there's people inside. She doesn't even know whose van it is. But for some will of the gods – and she has her phone, remember? No mm-hmm. service. She had the wherewithal to take a picture of the license plate. <gasps> okay. Right, I don't even know what I do here. I think I would just get my keys and drive off in the snow. But at the same time, there's a girl in danger in the van. Like, yeah. what would you do? Like, I want to say I'd be brave enough to try and help her. And to me, I think maybe like driving for help is help. But in reality, it's snowing so bad. You're not doing yourself any favors. Is there somebody in charge at this rec call? Like, no, is, there, they're is just, It's just like a hangout. It's, it's, it's a rec hall and it's a rest stop. So there's no, no, there's no no custodians. No. Even when we, when I drive on 75 and I've got to pull over at the place at the Mm -hmm. rest stop, there's no one in charge there. There's no office. You know, at least not at night.
1: The one that when you enter Florida, there's
0: like that big one. Well, they're not entering Florida. No. No. Well, you can probably see, you can't even really see where you're going so Darby's, she's not driving anywhere, so she feels like she has no choice. She literally goes back inside and tries to act normal. Oh, yeah. This is where I want to pause and tell you a little bit about Darby. Okay. She is not a heroine. She's not a a hero. She's actually currently in rehab, court-appointed rehab. Darby is one of those young girls, like college-age girls, everything going for her, and she just went down Mm -hmm. the wrong path. Okay. She just had terrorized her own family so much that her sister literally hates her. Mm -hmm. Her mom has given her a thousand chances, and at this point, she's over it. Mom loves her, but she's over it. And Darby is actually in court-appointed rehab because her mom found her nearly dead from a drug overdose Mm -hmm. in her car. So that's bad. That's like a DUI for that incident, that court-appointed. So she's been through it, and I've seen, and I know we've all seen, how drugs can just ruin a person's spirit, the way they look, and their parents just want to be there for them and love them. Like, it's sad. Some people make it very hard to love them, and Darby, unfortunately, was in that situation. And I assume it took a lot for Darby's mom to cut her off.
1: Mm-hmm. But she's I mean, going to visit her mom.
0: Because she, she still loves her yeah. mom. And I'm just thankful that I've never been through this. And my heart goes out to anyone who has dealt with a family yeah. member who suffered with addiction. And of course, anyone suffering themselves, It's it's hard and there's always a way out. Mm-hmm. So seek for help if you're struggling. Well, Darby was on her way to actually see her mom because her mom was sick, so mm-hmm. she was just already amped up, anxious, and acting off in the rec center. So when she found out found the girl in the van, I think she was just already a wreck, mm-hmm. and she was able to pull it off. Yeah, I mean she was, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not like we're in there happy, bubbly. Oh shit, there's yeah. a kid in a van, and then you're trying to act normal, but you're sweating. She was already sweating because she's in detox. Well, she might have she already what detox, but she's in the beginning. Yeah. So she goes back in, freezing, I assume, from the uh-huh. wild storm that they couldn't even drive in. And time just passes, playing cards again. Yeah. So during the the card game, Lars is and Darby's there, and this is everything that she kind of reported. Lars's idiosyncrasies start to come out. He's antsy, fidgets a lot, and makes Darby uncomfortable. And she later says that Lars was like on edge. He apparently gets really upset during the game and throws his cards. And remember, he does have developmental delays, but he also is doing shitty things. Yeah. So she doesn't – she's trying to figure out who is the culprit here, and she decided on her own that it had to be Lars. Like, he just kind of gave her that feeling. She she, decided he owns the van. They don't – okay. Right? Because remember, Ash and Lars, quote, unquote, don't know each other. Yes, they haven't revealed that. Exactly. So Darby kind of, since she had been flirting with Ash earlier, Mm. mm -hmm, no one knows that they're brothers, and according to the people there, they still don't know each other, and I can see why she just Mm -hmm. makes these assumptions, and they're literal psychopaths. Darby at one point gets Ash alone by mistake, and she has gotten to the point where she just can't hold it in. She spills to Ash that there's a girl in a van outside, and she's sure it's that guy, Lars. Mm. He gets all freaked out, and, you know, he's like, oh, my God, like, we've got to get him, and, like, whatever. He's a liar and a manipulator. Yeah. He's just yeah. a bad guy. So, true crime or made up?
1: Wow, that's it. Ah! There's always just... more.
0: Listen, there's always more details. I know you're going to give me more details. I'm giving you that's more. A...
1: Oh, okay. So, I'm thinking the names are weird, Lars and Ash, Darby. Oh, Carmina. <laughs> this is a tough one. It is. I, 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 and I, I don't want to say it's a true crime, because I, but I know human trafficking is happening. Yeah. And, and I'm it's sad, and it's these
0: young little girls. Yeah. And I'm baby stepping you in here, honey. Uh, and you don't like to be called, honey. Joanna.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm oh, sorry. You. I didn't mean to tap. That's okay. Uncle Cam- I mean, it, it's, it has all, it could be both. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be real, but I'm going
0: to say true crime. True crime?
1: No! I yeah. know. Oh, I thought I you were
0: Oh my gosh. All right, I'm going to do one, two, three. Okay. I did one, two, three last did you? time. And it was for you to tell me. And uh, you said? I said true crime. Okay. But I, uh... All right. Tell me one, two, three.
1: One, two, three. <laughs> It's a movie, oh. <laughs> oh. But, but is it based off a true story?
0: No, okay. it's based off a novel. Th- is that mo-
1: novel a true story? Uh, not th- Gosh, <laughs> not that I am aware
0: of. <sighs> oh my god. Okay, but the Ooh, thing free. is, like,
1: you know, something like this ha- has happened. Watching these TV shows, like mm-hmm. they have to come up with these ideas from somewhere.
0: I know, and. It- <sighs> The things that I have listened to and researched and documentaries and books, they're way worse. Oh, it it happens, and it's and we'll probably get into it at some point. Not today, though.
1: People in crates.
0: Oh, stop it! Yeah, it's horrible. The things you know, but you know what? Knowing about these things and knowing that they exist makes us more aware. Yes, and just
1: knowing how and like I know. Uh, flight attendants are trained in that like if they notice oh yes yes. if they notice if they talk to like the girl and there was a guy next to him, they're like oh would you like a snack and like the girl doesn't respond like Mm -hmm. that's like a trigger that, or not a trigger
0: like what is that no I got what you're saying you know know like
1: a thing that like oh this could be a situation so I think and they step in yeah I think they're trained to like kind of figure out.
0: Hey, if you're a flight attendant and you know more about this, email us at live laugh murder pod at gmail or live laugh murder podcast. Send us a DM on Instagram because I'm curious. Yeah, I want to know. Okay, in my telling of the story, I want to make it clear that I made some inferences about characters. And plot, and I filled in a little bit in the story to add to my storytelling. So please forgive me. I it wasn't exactly, but it was close. What? Where to did the you movie. get this from?
1: What movie? I'm gonna tell money? you. Don't you worry. You don't. Because I'm gonna Google it. I'm gonna watch it tonight. I
0: was inspired by this movie, and I'm not a professional movie reviewer, movie review person, person who reviews movies. I don't know, but the movie is titled No Exit and it was released on Hulu this year 2022 February
1: 13th so do you you can't obviously ruin it for people who want to watch it well i
0: already did and i'm going to no, so because- spoiler alert no, go ahead. Okay, so spoiler alert. Yes. I,
1: I'm still going to watch it. I'm the type of person, if I'm mm-hmm. watching a movie, I Google to see how that ends so I can okay. be at peace. Okay. And I feel like I'm probably <laughs> one of the only people that do that. I doubt it. I doubt it. Like, there's the, the – okay, so the Scream movie came out? The latest, Five. the 2022 yes. one. I yeah. Googled it to see who the killer was. You did. I had to. Don't say it right now because oh, I don't want to piss people off. I had to because I mm. need to know because it's
0: just so, so anxious. I just get anxious. I should make an Instagram poll at live, laugh, murder, podcast. Uh, Instagram? No. <laughs> I should make an Instagram poll, seriously. on Do you like your movie spoiled? But if you're well, here... I have to. I, I haven't given the ending yet. I'm about to. Okay, wait, Spoiler alert. No exit? Okay, no exit on Hulu, released February 13th. So let me give you the details. It's based off a novel by the same title. And the movie was written by Gabriel Ferrari and Andrew Barr and was directed by Damien Power. The main characters are played by actors who I did not recognize. I did not recognize. Joanna's looking it up. Do you see the picture? It's no, in the it's cars. pretty cool. Screenshot that. That must be Darby. No, that's bad. That is Darby. Screenshot that and send it to me. Now look oh, at the picture. Right, I, this is what I was going to tell you. The only person I recognize in this movie is Dennis Haysbert, who is the man with the very soothing voice in the Allstate commercials. Look, that's yeah, him. But looked like that's yeah. him. That's him.
1: Now okay. I'm going to go home and watch it. after so, I watch scream. <laughs>
0: But I already know the ending, so. (laughs) Seriously. No, it's – it's. I watched Scream. It is good. Okay, so no exit. The movie follows Darby. It doesn't follow Ash and Lars, so I added that in. And it starts with her in rehab, and she gets a call from a family friend that says her mother had a brain aneurysm and is in the hospital. Okay. So she's able to contact her sister from rehab, who tells her to not even come to the hospital because everything – she's put the family through and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, fuck you, sister. Yeah. Like – Fuck that. Yeah. If mom's got a brain aneurysm. I'm coming. I, yeah. Like, all else aside, sure, you found me in my car almost dead and I scared you. Whatever. So snap back to the scene where they're playing cards and I need to tell you that the card game they are playing is called Bullshit.
1: Yeah, i played that. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And I would play that with my girlfriends and my friend Michelle. What uh-huh. up, Michelle? Hi, Michelle. Um,
0: you better be listening.
1: Yeah. Um, we would Wait, totally which Michelle? Cheat. You have two Michelles. Michigan Michelle, or Florida? Michigan.
0: Michigan, Michelle. Hey, girl.
1: Um... Uh, we would totally cheat and piss my sister off. We would, like, kick each other and be like, oh, how many do you have? We would totally cheat and my sister would get so
0: mad. The well, Yeah. The only knowledge I have of this game is from How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Okay. The scene where Matthew McConaughey takes Kate Hudson home. Yeah. And they're on the, like, patio and they're playing bullshit. And yeah. then he falls in love with her yes. even though she's annoying. Okay. So, yeah. So, and then they go and, like, hook up in the bathroom and it's really weird. Um. So I left you where Ash, She tell- Darby tells Ash yes. that she thinks Lars is the one who has a child in the back of his van. He played it off for real. Yeah. And Darby makes her way to the van and goes inside. She rips, like without anyone noticing. She gets in the van? She got, she gets in the van. She rips the tape off the girl's mouth and she- the little girl says, where are the men? Like freaking out. Darby freaks out. Men? There are two? She, oh, she had no oh, idea. No. Yes. She sees Ash, at that point, she looks out the window and sees Ash and Lars together talking and walking. And mm. she is screwed. She's screwed. So, as the movie goes on, I'm going to kind of give you the ending here in kind That's of fine. a rushed scenario. Movie goes on. Darby's confronted by Ash with a gun. Mm. He is in her face and basically scares her so badly that she won't reveal to the others that he and his brother are true assholes. Mm-hmm. So she goes in the recall, hall and he scared her with a gun so badly. Throughout the next few scenes the dude from Allstate and, <laughs> <laughs> and his sweet wife realize what's happening and they try to help Darby and the girl so now everyone's aware and that's, that's the cast. Like that's it. The story moves along to the girl that was in the van, makes her way in the, like she gets out of the van. She's in the rec hall. They realize what's happening. They're trying to save this little girl's life. The couple is there, Darby's there, Ash and Lars are outside. Yes, I've skipped over some points, but if you wanna watch the movie, I gotta leave some stuff a mystery. And so they're in in the rec hall, Ash and Lars are outside and they're all yelling at each other. And they're threatening to basically kill each other.
1: Who's killing who?
0: So we've got Darby, the couple, Allstate and his wife, and the little girl inside. <laughs> okay. Ash and Lars are outside. Other okay. things happen for this to happen, but okay. It's, it's okay. And they're yell- Ash and Lars are yelling, we need to get to Uncle Kenny or else we need to get to Uncle Kenny or else, or else what? Yeah. Let me add, we never learn more about Uncle Kenny. That's it. We never know. Like, why are you? What's happening? So why are they so... I have no clue. Well, Mr. Allstay is okay. an ex-Marine. Oh. Mm-hmm. Again, retirement age. His wife is a retired nurse, so they're like oh, okay. a power couple. Right? They're helping the little girl because she has a disease called Addison's. Have you ever heard of this? Mm-mm. I had to look it up. It's where your adrenaline... Like, if your adrenaline gets so high, mm-hmm. you can, like, go into shock and you could, your heart can stop. And I'm probably saying it wrong, but okay. it's a thing. So... She, she's the little girl was obviously freaked out, so she's like in a fit and she's unconscious. So nurse, retired mm-hmm. wife, woman is trying to help her. Meanwhile, outside, the douche canoe brothers <laughs> are pouring gasoline around the rec hall. Oh no! Where are they getting the gas from? All these vehicles out there. I don't know. They're it's the Midwest. So I don't know. I don't live in the Midwest. Okay. All state man is threatening them. Darby's crying. The little girl comes too in the rec because she's just like. They yeah. get her out of shock. She looks at Mr. Allstate's wife and she says, Mrs. Conroy? What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She knows her? Mrs. Conroy is in on it. She was her maid. That was her retirement job, being a maid. To? The little girl. So Mrs. And Conroy, I think it is, if I said it wrong. Oh, my God. Her, Ash, and Lars are in on this whole thing together. They did not plan to get all trapped in the rec hall together, but they were going in the same direction toward Uncle Kenny, but her husband doesn't know. Mr. Allstate is unaware.
1: Okay, so this is definitely a movie. So, and now, you yeah. see, this is
0: why I had to save it. So it is a shit show from this point on. People get hit. Others get, like, maced a staple gun is used at one point to staple Darby's arm to the wall. Oh. Darby snorts coke that she had hidden in her pocket to garner strength and rip her fucking arm off the wall. <laughs> it's disgusting. And in the end, Allstate is killed. <gasps> His wife is killed. Oh. By who? well, I don't know. It was a little shit show. Ash acts, this is true. He accidentally shoots Lars in the head with the staple gun, killing him. And it's fucking gnarly. I don't even use the word gnarly, but it's intense because there's like this scene where Lars has the staple gun right in his forehead and he's coherent. Like he's like, you know, you've seen this. Yeah, You've seen this in movies, not in real life, where you get hit in the head and you're still kind of like, What's going on? And Ash is processing it and looking at the nail in his brother's head, who he adores and loves and takes care of. And he realizes <sighs> it's his own fault, and he flipped out. Meanwhile, the cops arrive because spoiler alert: Darby had sent a text to nine one one that finally went through because service is kicking back on. And since when can you text nine one one? That's good to know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try it. Can you? No. Can you text 911? Well, maybe. Well, the cop is there. So now they're outside. The only survivors, right? Ash. Darby. Little girl. Cop. Ash pretends to need help. Okay, so the cop is there, you know, with his gun. Like, what's going on? And at this point, the rec hall is on fire. I forgot to say they lit the gasoline. What's going on? (laughs) Ash pretends, I need help. She's trying to kill me. So Darby actually shoots Ash in front of the cop. (gasps) The cop shoots Darby Ash is still coherent, shoots the cop, and now is out of bullets. So it's like boom, boom, boom. A little triad, if you will. Darby manages, who's still alive too, after she got shot, she makes her way to Ash. She manages to stab him. And she crawls on the pavement in the storm to the cop's radio, gets help. The end. What happens to the little girl? Ugh. I don't know. I mean, there's an added scene where Darby's in rehab and she's saying it's been, you know, there's, it's been 48 days and I'm sober and her sister shows up. And overall, I fucking hated this movie. Well, where's the, did you watch the movie? I watched the whole movie. You don't know what happened to the the little girl, but in Darby's rehab, like bedroom, there's like a picture on the wall of a hero with a cape holding a little girl's hand. So you assume she made it home. I hated this movie. I dislike, this is the thing. I dislike any movie that takes place in one setting yeah you know, yeah I don't it's there's a lot like no, I don't I'm know. not watching the movie. I was going to I, don't... I see you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the maker of the movie. go watch it. It's great. Mm-hmm. I just because I didn't like it doesn't mean other people won't. that's true. I don't know and but that's my thing is any movie that takes place in one setting or one location the whole time, I get like I need entire story arcs. I need character development over yeah. time. I guess we get it a little bit with Darby, but like, I so many unanswered questions. I want to know more about Uncle Kenny. Yeah. I want to know more about the Mister Allstate's wife. Like, how did she things, get involved? Exactly, and why did the Allstate guy have to die? I know, right? And he was still kind of alive at the end and got shot again. <laughs> so, to my to review this movie based on my non-existent rating scale that I'm making up, overall movie enjoyment for people named Carmen. <laughs> Scale zero to five, I rated it a two.
1: Two. Yeah. Um, I'll watch it and come back and let you know. Maybe yeah. I won't watch I don't know.
0: How long is it? Is it a long movie? Because I can only uh. do like an hour and a half.
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: I, don't, it's, I think it was like one hour and 45 maybe. Uh. I don't think it was. Maybe a little less. It wasn't terribly long. Well,
1: there's the all-state guy.
0: Yeah. Is What's that, his name? Is that the handsome guy? That's Ash.
1: Look it up. He's not handsome.
0: He's kind of cute. So that's where I leave you. Thanks. Mm, You're welcome. It's okay. Puck up, buttercup. What's the word? Not puck up. Puck up. Buck up. Buck up. (laughs) Puck. Buck up. I don't know. I'm from Pennsylvania. Okay, so your cuss count. Oh, oh, gosh. Cuss count. Oh, gosh. Can I have a potty mouth?
1: Yes. Okay, let's okay, just Okay, I purpose. got
0: I got really upset cuz Ash is an ass. L-
1: okay. Alone. Oh god. All right. 15. <laughs> wait,
0: wait. 15. What? What's Last your wait time wait? you
1: were 6. Mm. 5 10 15 20 25 30 31. <laughs> but I also counted You did tallies. I also Yeah, I did. I also did Dick as as one. Cuz you wouldn't I have to think about like, you know. Yeah, I mean that is what your name tag says. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Excuse me, Dick. Mr. Dick. Okay, your cuss count is at three. Uh, Yeah. Okay, remember to live, laugh, and never
1: murder. Never murder.
0: Okay, moving forward, guys, our show will be bi-weekly every other week. We're going to try to get everything out on the weekend. Sunday is our goal, so every other Sunday, so from now. Moving forward. Okay. Okay? Bye. Follow us on Instagram at live, laugh, murder, podcast, Listen on Spotify or Apple, uh, Apple Cockcast. (laughs) Cuss count.
1: 39. I don't know.
0: 32. Okay. Uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Instagram. Our email is livelaughmurderpod at gmail.com. Okay. Got it? Yep. All right. Bye. Bye. Joanna, you said bye this time.
1: Did I not say it last time?
0: I mean, I had to force you. I was looking at the time
1: when you were like, don't look. And I was like, I was looking at how long... It was All right, Joanna, it. say bye. I said bye. Okay. Bye. Bye.